You are listening to Healing for the Nations podcast. We are so glad you are here, and wherever you are listening from, we believe that God will transform your life through today's message. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So as we have been learning, okay guys, thank you. I, I, I have the release now. because we have been learning and you see when, when true praise and true worship is given to God or is presented before God one of the things that happens or what it does is it creates an atmosphere a conducive atmosphere for a move of God Amen we are looking at what praise does we started last week and so let me build on it today Amen Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you with me? You read in your Bible that many times that people praised the Lord and you know followed his instruction to praise him. There were mighty acts that happened. Amen. We know when the children of Israel in the book of, jo- in the book of Joshua, when they went to possess uh, the promised land, God gave instructions on how they were going to do that. He said, go around the city once every day for six days and on the seventh day, go around it seven times and on the seventh time, shout, let the priests blow the trumpets and lift your voices and shout. That was a shout of praise. Amen. Chipupacha Jericho was a very big wall. Amen. Hallelujah. Historical findings tell us that 10 men could stand shoulder to shoulder, so one to 10, and they would all fit on the wall. Amen. It was not six or eight inches, it was meters in width. Hallelujah. But when the people shouted in praise to God, those walls came down. Amen. Hallelujah. Literally means they sank, they went down, they fell. Amen. Are you with me? Hallelujah. In Second Chronicles chapter number 20, when Jehoshaphat was going to fight, uh, the Bible says that he selected people to sing. And as they went in front of the army, singing praises to God, declaring that the Lord is good and his mercies endure forever. The Bible says that the enemy, the Lord set ambushments against the enemy. They began to kill each other. Hallelujah. Until there was no one left. When the children of, you know, the people of Israel were coming there, what they found were just dead people. Why? Because as they were praising God, as they were offering praise to their God, something happened. Amen. There was a move of God. Are you with me, child of God? I want you to know that even today when we praise God, there is always a move of God. Hallelujah. Where true praise and worship is offered unto the Lord, the people do not remain the same. The place does not remain the same. Something happens. Due to lack of a better term, the presence of God came down. Amen. The presence of God came down. Hallelujah. Because people began to experience the presence. People began to experience the power. Are you with me? 
Now, let me explain something. What is a move of God? My father says a move of God is God moving. That's how he defines it. He says a move of God is God moving. Amen. And so that is number one. If you are writing, what is a move of God? A move of God is God moving. That's number one. Number two. Amen. It is God acting. It is God acting. That is what a move of God is. Number three, it is God saying something. That is a move of God. God saying something. Number four, it is God revealing something. Number five, it is God manifesting himself. Hallelujah. Did you get that? Let me go over it one more time. A move of God, number one, is God moving. Number two, it is God acting. It is God saying something. It is God revealing something. It is God manifesting himself. Hallelujah. That is what a move of God is. Amen. Are you with me? So now listen. When, when there is a move of God and God is revealing himself, saying something, doing something, acting, or manifesting himself, he does that in different ways. Amen. Amen. That's why sometimes you find that when the praise and worship reaches a certain point, there is a manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit. That is God. That is a move of God. Let me put it that way. Amen. Yeah. People begin to prophesy. People begin to see visions. They begin to hear things from God. Are you with me? Yeah. What is happening there? There is a move of God. Are you with me? Hello. When you read First Samuel chapter number ten, you find that Samuel had prophesied to King Saul, and Abba Musa could you know these are the signs that will follow after this moment. After I anoint you as king, these are the signs that will follow. Amuz, Amuz, and then one of them he told him is that you are going to find a group of prophets, and they'll be prophesying. Then he says, and the spirit of the Lord shall come upon you and you shall prophesy with them and you shall be transformed into another man. And the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit came upon him and so began to prophesy. What happened? He entered into a move of God. He found himself in a place was happening. Are you getting what I'm saying here? Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. So, when there is a move of God, there are several things that happen. God reveals himself in different ways. I've already talked about the gifts of the Spirit manifesting. Amen. People's eyes are open. Isaiah chapter 6. Let's go there. Isaiah chapter 6. Now, many times this scripture has been uh, interpreted wrongly. Hey. has been interpreted wrongly. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. 
Amen. He saw the Lord not because King Uzziah died. Just happened that in the year that the king died, he saw the Lord. And he was trying to make us understand. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. And he says, I saw the Lord seated high <laughs> and lifted up and his train filled the temple. And then it says, above it stood the seraphim. Each one had six wings and with two he covered his face and with two he covered his feet and with two he did fly. And one cried to the other saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Amen. What I want to show you here is that when there is a move of God, people see visions. People's eyes are open. Hallelujah. Are you with me? And many of us have had those experiences in the house of God. Afterwards, you begin to ask yourself, and in the end, you convince yourself that but I want you to know that when you're in the presence of God, God can open your eyes to see things. There's nothing strange about you that God cannot open your eyes to see something. Hallelujah. Hey, hey. There's, there's nothing strange about you. Hallelujah. Okay, what are we saying? Amen. It is a move of God. It happens in a move of God. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14. The Bible tells us that are they not all ministering spirits? to them that are the heirs of salvation are you with me so God in his move releases angels or sends angels to minister for you to do things on your behalf to do things for you things that you cannot do for yourself in the move of God God will release angels to do that but I want you to understand, there is no angel that moves at his own accord. They have to be sent by God. When you read your Bible, when the angel came and spoke to Gideon, he was saying the Lord sent him. When he came to the parents of Samson in the book of Judges, he said the Lord had sent him. Amen. When Gabriel came and was talking to Zachariah in the presence of God, he said God had sent him. When he came to Mary, he said God had sent him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They are sent by God. In the book of Daniel, Daniel for 21 days, when he prayed, the angel came and told him, the day you prayed, I was sent to come and bring you the answer. Every time there is an encounter, it is a move of God. 
God has sent that angel to come and do something for him, for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, there's that one which I said people see visions. Okay, they see visions. But also I want to show you something in Acts chapter 10, verse 10. Okay, when there is a move of God, people can go into trances. We don't hear a lot about trances in our days. But they are real, they are there. Amen. Gambiri want to come trance, Timazoni Vija Chefamizimu Mizimu, Fama Shave Mashav. No, listen. The only thing Satan has been able to originate is the sin. He's the originator of that one. No wonder the Bible calls him the father of all lies. When he speaks lies, the Bible says he speaks his language. Chitundu cha Satan and Iposa. Satan and Imtundupwanj, Nimboza. Hello? Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So the Bible tells that he is the father of all lies. When he speaks lies, he speaks his language. Are you following what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was saying, Satan, the only thing he's been able to kukubiamba, chechosiambira, chemwine, chechake, cheorigino, nichimo. The other things, he just perverts them. Amen. He just perverts them. He twists them. He adulterates them. Hello? Hallelujah? Yeah. He will come with witchcraft and show you witchcraft. And we believe so much about this witchcraft thing and what, what, what. But when you look at it, all he's done is he's perverted the power of it. Hello? So when we talk about trances, the Bible tells us in the book of Acts chapter 10, verse 10, that Peter had been fasting and he was on the roof of the house. Amen. I don't encourage that our roofs, especially nowadays, are a place to do fasting from. They are different from the ones they had those days. They are not in my flat roof. Yeah. Yeah. So you would want to be like Peter and go on a hipped roof. Right there, the Lord shall receive you into glory. Amen. All right. It says, and he was hungry. But while a meal was being prepared, the Bible says he fell into a trance. A trance is a state where your mind has been suspended. Uh-huh. So, so it's, it's like you lose all awareness of self and you are in, in, in a different, different state. Hello? Uh-huh. You are not aware of what is happening around you. It's like, wachokamo chemtup. Baturimo. You are awake. But you are not awake. Am I making sense? Amen. Uh-huh. In that state, you have entered the trance. Hallelujah. And in that state, you are seeing things. God will be communicating you. And in the trance, let's go on to the next verse. Okay. In the, while he was in the state of a trance, this is what happened. The Bible says he saw the sky open and something like a large sheet was let down by its four corners. And the Bible tells us that in it were filled different kinds of unclean animals. Remember... Peter was a Jew. Okay, in this sheet were all sorts of animals, reptiles and birds. Jews don't eat reptiles. Okay? And so when God, God was teaching him something by what he was showing him. Okay, because soon after that, 
Peter was going to minister kuri Gentiles bantu bamene banalibe swanali ba Yuda and in those days it was very, it was a taboo Jews and Gentiles mixing together so yanali marosa chinali chintu chosa vomekezedwa but mulungwa nali kumonesa kwamba kuti mwamene nina purumusira iwe naba bena ngo nifuna kuwapurumusa and in that moment god sent some people came from from Cornelius to come and take peter kuti vaendenaye so that he can go and preach the gospel in the house of Cornelius Hallelujah. But my emphasis here is that in the move of God, you can fall into a trance. Amen. Are you with me? Are you with me here? Hallelujah. Yeah. In the move of God, people's ears are open. Hallelujah. People's ears are open. They hear the voice of God, but they also hear other things happening in the realm of the spirit. First Kings chapter number 18. First Kings, Mafumoyamba 18, verse 41. It was after uh, Elijah had performed a miracle on Mount Carmel. Okay, he had gathered the people, Kutuabwele once. The children of Israel because they had backslidden idols and things like that and so God to restore the nation had them meet at a certain place and something happened Elijah prayed and fire fell from heaven and consumed the sacrifice hallelujah but then listen to what Elijah told Ahab then Elijah said unto Ahab go get something to eat and drink for I hear a mighty rainstorm coming this was not physical rain that he had heard. Sanaliana invera kutuku ifienza chintu chakuti chinali chomveka by everybody. He did not need to send a message to Ahab. Hello. But look at this. He heard that thing. When you continue reading the passage, he went and began to pray and began to intercede. And he prayed seven times. That is when the clouds started forming Mumam. Then that's when he stood up and said, Mvura and he began to run. But when he heard the rainstorm, it was not a physical thing. His ears were opened to hear what was happening in the realm of the spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. Now, I want to give you the other one. Number what now? What number are you on? Number five. Hallelujah. I talked about trances. Your mind is suspended and all that. But I want to show you something again. When there is a move of God, some people get to experience out-of-body experiences. Hello? Now I know I may get into trouble with this. <laughs> because all we know is that astral projection, witchcraft. No, no, no. no. Read your Bible. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. One time Paul said something. He said, I know a man who in his days, okay, ascended to the third heaven. Whether in this flesh or not, I cannot tell. But he, had, he ascended to the third heaven and he spoke of things that were too deep to be spoken. Hello? What had happened? It was not a vision he saw. He said the man ascended. He did not say he saw a vision of the third heaven. He said the man ascended. Hello? Let me show you this one. Ezekiel chapter 8 verse 3. 
Ezekiel chapter 8 verse 3. Ezekiel alikulondolo ramanja some things that he experienced himself in the move of God. He begins to explain some things he experienced in the move of God. Ezekiel 8.3, are we there guys quickly? And he reached out what seemed to be a hand. Look at this. And he took me by the hair. Then the spirit lifted me up into the sky and transported me to Jerusalem in a vision from God. I was taken to the north gate of the inner courtyard. Can't see what is written there. The inner courtyard of the temple where there is a large cutting there. Let me give me KJV. I'll read it from here. Okay. 8 verse 3. And, this, and he put forth the form of a hand and took me by the lock of my head and the spirit lifted me up between earth and the heaven and brought me into the visions of God. To Jerusalem. To the door of the inner gate. That looked toward the north where the seat of the image of jealousy which provokes to jealousy. Now look at this. He says he took me by the hair and the spirit carried me. Amen. What he was talking about, even when you read Ezekiel chapter 37, says the hand of the Lord was upon me on that day and took me into the spirit of the Lord and set me in a valley of dry bones. He was talking about an out of body experience. Not really, but he was lifted out. His body remained and he was taken. And God took him and began to show him things in the realm of the spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll tell you something. One time. I'll tell you something. about something that happened. And I've, I've shared it with you before. I was, I was at industrial area. Somewhere near Tazama there. in Buseko area there. And I was parked in the car. Amen. And I'm happy she's here. Karen sent me a message. Said, Dad, can you please pray for us? Trudy is, going, is undergoing an operation today. I said, all right. I sat in the car and began to pray. Okay. And instantly, instantly, I was in the operating room. But I'm in my car. I'm in my car in industrial area. And I'm at Levy in the theater. And I saw everything that was happening. And I saw the operation happening. I went to where Trudy was, laid hands on her and prayed and came back into the car. That's not witchcraft. Hello? Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm saying? There is where we have belittled the power of God and amplified the power of Satan. Listen, if Satan was great, he would be the one casting the Holy Spirit out of us. And not us casting demons out of people. Are you getting what I'm saying here? Now, what I've shared with you, these are things that you will not see with your eyes. Okay? But somebody will experience them within themselves. Amen. But I want to bring you also now to the physical side of things. Hallelujah. 
things that happen in the move of God. Are you with me? I don't know why some we think, you know, it's like very bound looking sanctimonious, very, you know, and things like that. I don't know where we get that from. I don't see it in the Bible when I read my Bible. Hallelujah. No, I don't. I don't see it in my Bible. A lot of Jesus' meetings were not quiet meetings. They were only quiet when he was talking. But afterwards, it was noise and pandemonium. No, I'm telling you. Hallelujah. No, read your Bible. That's what I was saying. Read your Bible. But here's something. On the physical experiences, things that happen physically. One, number one, one of the things you get people experiencing is joy, laughter in the presence of God. Amen. When there is a move of God, one of the things you will see among the is that there will be the joy of the Lord. Why? Psalm 16 verse 11. The Bible says, for you will show me, you will show me the path of life. For in your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I tell you something? God is not as serious as you think he is. Muziba. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. Psalm 2. Psalm 2. Verse 1. I'll read so that you can see something. It says, why do the heathen rage? And the people imagine a vain thing. It says, the kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and his anointed, saying, let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. Look at verse 4. He who sits in the heavens shall panic. Is that what it says? Huh? He who sits in the heavens shall tremble. Shall fear? Uh-uh. He who sits in the heavens shall do what? Shall do what? God laughs. I'm a sick, Hello? Hallelujah. Amen. Wamena kupasani chosekera. Eva ngangkari buanji chosekera alipe. Eno mamene kumfekera buino kuseka. Eva buera zitane kuseka nse kwa zitane. Even the Bible says, he who created the ear, shall he not hear? Ah! He who created laughter, shall he not laugh? Use the same principle. Hello? Judgment, judgment, Hello? Hallelujah. Yeah, he has a sense of humor. Just look at yourself. <laughs> uh, don't worry, I'm just playing. I'm playing. 
Hallelujah. But in the presence of God, when there is a move of God, you know, something that happens is that there is joy. There is joy. So, Why? Because God is good. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. Nehemiah 8.10 The Bible says, go, eat and rejoice. Why? It says, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. Yeah. How do you get strength? By joy. And that joy comes from where? From God. How do you contact it? In a move of God. Are you with me? Yeah. Sometimes people get overwhelmed because of the goodness of God that they begin to weep. It's not that because they are sad. And things like that. Yeah, but it's not all the time that when somebody is crying, then they did something wrong. Some of them, the, the, the love of God has just meant so much to them in that moment. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, once you get to have an encounter with the love of God, there's something that can happen, that, that cannot fail to happen to you. Your eyes cannot be dry. That's a lie. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah, so people get to experience weeping. Others will find them prostrating on the ground. Amen. Hallelujah. These are physical things that happen. When Balaam had an encounter with the angel of God, which also, like I said, was a move of God, what happened? When he saw the angel, the Bible says he fell to the ground. He prostrated himself to the ground. When the angel came in the days of Daniel to bring him a message from the Lord, the Bible says he fell to the ground. He says, I was on the ground with my face on the ground. He was not looking down. He was prostrating. Am I talking to somebody here? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But when these things are happening, they are happening for a reason. There is something going on within you. There is something God is doing within you. Hallelujah. I will explain something as we move on. Number four. Second Chronicles chapter 7 verse 3. Second Chronicles chapter 7 verse 3. When all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord upon the house, the Bible says they bowed themselves with their faces to the ground upon the pavement and worshipped and praised the Lord saying, For he is good for his mercies endures forever. Amen. The same book, chapter number 20 and verse 18. It says, And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshipping him. What had happened? There had been a move of God before this. There was a prophetic word that was given by the prophet. Saying, And in that move of God, what happened? They bowed to the ground and worshipped the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to help somebody here. 
that there are times as with the God is happening in the house. You, you, you feel like bowing, but somehow your self-preservation is preventing you from doing that. And things like that. No, no, no. It's not about the people around you. It's about the God you are having an encounter with. After all, God looks at the heart. No. It's not about that. Really, no. Amen. If inside you feel like you need to kneel down, you need to bow down, go ahead and do it. You are having an encounter with God. Hallelujah. You feel like lifting your hands, go ahead. Amen. Hallelujah. You feel joy within yourself, go ahead. No, the devil is a liar. Hallelujah. There is no scripture that says don't laugh in church. If God laughs in heaven, in his own presence, we can laugh in church, in his own house, in his own presence. Ah. Hallelujah. Religion has bound the people of God to think that, then you are not being serious with God. Hallelujah. I told you one time, you know, I, I told you one time how, that made me not want to be around the Holy Spirit. Because to me, he was too sensitive for what was written in that book. I mean, it, it, it made me feel like I had to be very careful even the way I walk, even the way I sit, you know, and things like that. That was just too much for me to do. Amen? That was just too, too much. You know what? You know, I think God was here. Hallelujah. But then I sat down one day and said, Lord, I want to know you for myself. I said, Holy Spirit, I want to know you for myself. He said, if you want to know me, know Jesus. I began to read scriptures about Jesus. Stories about Jesus. And I found out that Jesus was not this uptight, ever serious kind of person. Jesus, I don't know what I'm junk, I'm a whole. No, read your Bible. And But he Christ to I don't Hello? But when you get to know God, it says he so loved the world. He loved everybody as they were. They didn't have to become perfect to be lovable. It is his love that perfects us. So what gives you and me the right to come? Ah, no. However, Hello? Hallelujah. So when I began to read and see Jesus, you know, Jesus as a person is when Zacchaeus. Look, Zacchaeus sana kambe chepacha bekutingati ni nawa shapo muntu pano I will pay him back four times. What he was actually saying, ibo waswa ni nawa shaywe ni kupasa ni kari four. Eh? He was a crooked customs officer that guy. 
That's why Jesus never today salvation has come into your heart. Wanandira vazona. Yeah. If I was to add it myself, the conscience Hallelujah. Jesus hung around with certain people that you and me today would not want to hang around because of our Christianity. But no, it's not because of our Christianity. It is religion that has conditioned us to think like that. Hallelujah. But when you see God, it's not always thunder and lightning. Hallelujah. Sometimes it is just love. In fact, all the time it is love because God is love. Are you his enemy for you to be fearing his judgment? The blood of Jesus still speaks. The blood of Jesus is still active today. It does not expire. And it does not need an update. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Sometimes in the move of God, people fall under the power. Hallelujah. The power of God comes so strong on them and they fall. Amen. Yeah, I know. When I'm going trying to prove that the power and the presence of God is here, they will push people. Yes. They will push people. Can I help you, somebody? God does not need your help. Hey. It's not always, and, and by the way, also may I just say this and throw it out there. Not everyone who has fallen has fallen under the power. When I'm good, they are tired of the pastor's hand. Don't fall. Hello? Hallelujah. That's what I'm saying. You know, those of you that minister to people and what God does not need your help, just put your hand there. If Swanakwe does not mean you're not powerful, Swanakwe, and it doesn't mean God has not done something, amen. Falling is not always working, but in the house of God, or when there is a move of God, sometimes people will fall under the power. Hallelujah! People will fall under the power. Daniel chapter 10, verse 9. He says, Oh, Mumpavus, Nabas, and Isi, and Abalankate, Pa, line. And then something you will find him say, He says, And I was in a deep sleep. <laughs> because sometimes the power of God will do that to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, but in that moment, God is working on you, God is doing some things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. How was the service? Ah, Chinayu, mine. Chinayu, my point. Could he ban a quack on a quack or zone? Don't always look for people to fall. Are you getting what I'm saying? When they fall, let them fall. Amen. It happens. It's normal in the, in the move of God. <laughs> All right, there's something else there. Number six. Wow. Sometimes in the move of God, people get filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Amen. Yeah, speaking in tongues is a, move, is a result of a move of God. Hello? Hallelujah. I had a friend one time who was a student at Evelyn Horn College. 
well, he's still my friend though. And, and he's a pastor now. And, and he was there praying on the balcony of, of one of the hostels. And he had, he was, he was, he was Jehovah's Witness and he had just gotten born again and joined the Pentecostal movement. And he's busy praying. And then the Holy Ghost came upon him and he began to speak in tongues. And he never went up there until after about a week or so. Hallelujah. What happened? He had an encounter with God which he himself did not understand. Now, why I said this is to help you. Some things we don't understand them. Okay, but if I'm easy. One, weka uziva. Good, okay. I am not faking this. I'm not doing this to try and please God or please myself. This is real. But challenge is when we begin to think, but how then am I going to explain this to someone that I am failing to explain to myself? And so we do everything in our power to suppress it. Now, the thing is, God is good. He never forces himself on us. He doesn't do that. He works with your will. He works with your openness. He's not a demon who will force you to do things. Hello? Yeah. But, but, when it is God, he works with you. He wants you to be open to him. He wants you to receive him. He doesn't want to break an entry. No. He, he, he wants you to receive him. And he works well with you like that. Hallelujah. Hey, hey, can I help you, child of God? The Bible says in Acts chapter 2, verse 1, it says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all gathered together in one room. At once, and then the Bible continues to say and suddenly there was a sound like that of a mighty rushing wind that filled the whole house where they were seated and there appeared unto them cloven tongues as of fire that separated and rested on each one of them the Bible says and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues even as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance question do you see anybody laying hands on anybody? No. But that does not mean that is the, you know, that it does not mean There are those where you can lay hands on them to help them receive. But when the Holy Ghost first came, there was no laying on hands of anybody. Amen. The Holy Ghost filled the place. Amen. Which means in your own time, in your own place, even in here, we can be worshipping and praying. The Holy Spirit can come upon you. And begin to speak in tongues like the rest of us. Let me help you, please. Let me help you. Listen to me. Listen to me, please. Please. Please, Jesus said, which one of you being a father, when your child asks for fish, will give him a serpent. When he asks for bread, you'll give him a stone. And if him were unto, 
as evil as you can be, you know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? So if, you are to, if you are relating with God, don't expect Mashave. Expect them when you are relating with Satan. But if it is God, don't expect demons. Expect what is of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible teaches. In fact, you will not see anyone in the Bible. Nowhere, nowhere in the Bible that they received the tongues, they received some spirit and they were speaking the tongues of the devil. You will not find that it is not there in the Bible. No, it is not there in the Bible. It is not there in the Bible. It's like, you know the way you're looking at me. Your, your faces are like, mm, are you sure? I do this for a living. Just, just that. Okay. This is my life. So why not? Hallelujah. It is not there in the Bible. Every other time people spoke in tongues, you will hear the Bible say, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost. I know. I know. I have dealt with them many times. But, listen to me. If it is God you are dealing with, in a move of God, Hallelujah. Let me quickly run through this and close this thing today. You can also write Acts 10 44. When Peter was preaching, okay, Peter was busy preaching. It was not an altar call. Peter was preaching. He was not praying. Amen. But the Bible says, and the Holy Ghost came upon them that were hearing, the Gentiles, the people in Cornelius' house. And Cornelius were men. The Bible says, Muzimoyer and Apera Pawefe, they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues. So, what am I telling you? When you are in a place of the move of God, expect God to move. Hello? Expect to have encounters with God. On the same day of Pentecost, in Acts chapter, in Acts chapter 2, Something that you see, the people began to mock them. I don't know. I've never been there. Really? I, I don't even know the ingredients. But somebody said, Because Hallelujah. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> when these guys were speaking in tongues, they were speaking in other languages. Alright? The Bible says the people that were there began to hear them praising God in their own languages from the countries they were coming from. But when I'm gonna now there's something that I want us to understand here. Hallelujah. Hey, hey. 
Ngati chivemba suziva, suziva. Oro ukorewa chitundu buwanji, suzakama chivemba. That's just the way it is. Eh? Hallelujah. Yeah, you, you will not suddenly know a foreign language and begin to speak articulately in a foreign language. Sumamen. Uh -huh. But one thing that we see, for them to see that these guys were, were drunk, they must have been behaving like drunk people. Yeah. So one of the things that happens in the move of God is that people get drunk in the spirit. It happens. Hello? Just be not drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. When you are drunk with wine, you are filled with wine. When you are filled with the Holy Ghost, you are drunk with the Holy Ghost. Where he takes over. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Amen. Number nine, some people begin to experience certain sensations in the body like Deacon was talking about earlier. Amen. Okay, some people experience different things. Okay, sensations in the body. And, and that is God happening. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's like those times you find as preachers sometimes, wow, I feel the presence of God. It's not really that the presence of God is a feeling. No, but there is a feeling aspect to it. One verse of Aninka, fine. Hey, hey, there is a feeling aspect to it where you can literally feel like Murungu Pano Aripo Aripo Pano Aripo I can feel him Aripo if it were possible but Aripo Hallelujah Hallelujah Yeah, those are things that happen some people get to experience tremblings in their body Daniel 10 11 it happened to Daniel also his body, he just began to shake and tremble in the presence of God. Don't be quick to go that direction. Move with God. Just open yourself and let God do what he wants to do. Hallelujah. My own experiences, my own experiences is that in, in, in moments like that, I begin to sing songs that I have never known before. It's like I instantly begin to compose songs. Hello? Yeah. Very beautiful songs. I begin to compose songs that I just sing in that moment in worship to the Lord. Hallelujah. Sometimes I just begin to know things. Scriptures begin to make more sense than before. Hallelujah. Thousand I begin to know with accurate detail. Okay. People's issues and what. I don't even have to be here. In my own home, I'm just praying and just worshiping God. Then I begin to see with accurate detail things in people's lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the purpose of this today has been to bring us to a place to understand and know that in a move of God, there are things that happen. Hallelujah. And that we should to God in that moment. Amen. Hallelujah. 
it's not something you plan to go and do hallelujah no 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 you don't plan for that just come expecting to have an encounter with God even in your own prayer time as you're praying just expect God look you are not talking to yourself when you are praying or when you are worshipping no you are talking to someone that is real. Expect him to respond. Just like Mkatuma number so zero nine chan 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 matuma. You are expecting kuti muntu azayanka kuja kwa other side. Hallelujah. And akayanka kuja hello. You know kuti uyu nichite wamene natumira. You are not even beginning to question yourself. Okay, ngatindiwe chite ndinendani. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh -uh. You, you are sure, you know uyundiewa men. Even when you are praying, you are worshipping, you know I am worshipping God. I am talking to God. What I am experiencing now, this is God. Amen. This is God. And like I really want to emphasize so much. Just be yourself. Flow with Him. Amen. For a moment, lose your mind. It's okay. You gather yourself once we are done. Or once you are done. But just be free to express yourself to your God. He is your God. He is your Father. He is your friend. And He loves you more than anything else. Hallelujah. 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 Sometimes people get to shout. They just begin to feel the urge to shout. I do that many times. I feel like shouting. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's not that I want to shout. Naturally, I am a quiet, shy person. Me. That's why I can't be there. I look very serious. I don't seem to talk maning maning, but that's just me. You want to argue with me? The way you are looking at me, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> hello, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just like that. So sometimes I look serious. Look at it. I know in Sony, Kaya Chem when you did it. You know, so so did not see my name. Cinema, hallelujah, yeah. And people fear me because of that. They think I'm always too serious. This guy looks unapproachable. No. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not like that. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Shall we stand? You've been listening to Healing for the Nations podcast. We want to thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you were blessed by today's message. To know more about us, text connect to Healing Nations 2 at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to enjoy more messages like this. See you next time.